welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast, where we talk about all things sustainable fat loss. We take people on 90-day journeys to creating fat loss forever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Breaking 90 podcast. I'm your coach, Jerrica, with my amazing co-host, Kelly. And we are two of the coaches of Breaking 90 Fitness. How are you doing, Kelly? I'm doing so well. How are you? Great. I'm so happy to be back chatting with you. Yeah, it's been a while. This feels good. <laughs> yeah, it has been. What's yeah. new in your world? Oh my goodness. Uh, so just this is kind of like a vanity story, I guess. I got a new haircut and I naturally have wavy, wavy curly hair. And I just said to the woman, like, please like cut it so that I can wear it curly because I've been straightening it for a long time. And she was like, yep, no problem. So this happened today. And I was like, I feel I feel like I was born in the twenties, like the roaring twenties. And I lived in that lifetime. And then like my soul reincarnated and was just like, we'll keep the same <laughs> face and the same hair. It'll be fine. It just, I love it so much. <laughs> thank you. It shocked me today. So I was like, okay, I guess we'll just roll with this. It's really hard for those that are listening. It's actually really hard to see your haircut because your shirt and your yes. chair all blend with the exact color of your hair. I'm like, I can't yeah. tell if it's super short or, but I do love the natural curl. It's beautiful. Thanks. Yeah. It was just <laughs> a different feel, different, different look. So it, it feels nice and refreshing. Spring is here and it's just like exactly. nice to explore. I, yeah. I always highly suggest that to people, just something new, whether it's, you know, getting a haircut or I sometimes will get my nails done, which happens maybe once a year. And I just feel like yeah. a different person. So whatever that may be to help you feel great with the new season, I say go for it. Yeah. And I think those are really healthy uh, little changes without doing something too drastic to your life. <laughs> if you need yeah. change. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Cool. Yeah. Um, awesome. What do you have for us today? Well, I want to pick your brain today, if that's okay. okay. Um, sure. So I thought it would be fun to educate uh, listeners about the four phases of exercise or a workout. Um, and I thought, who better to talk to than you? Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, let's, we can dive right into it. Um, we'll kind of tackle, we're thinking the benefits, kind of the importance of each, I'm thinking the importance of each uh, phase. And if yeah. you have any questions throughout, we can kind of mm-hmm. dive off a little bit and, and see where that takes us as well. Perfect. So first and foremost, the warm up. And I, I think it's important to break this down for individuals um, because sometimes there's a lot of stages that we skip. So talk to me about the importance of a warm-up and what it could look like for individuals. I'm so glad you mentioned the stages that we skip because unfortunately, this is the stage that I so often see skipped mm-hmm. out of all of them, right? It's or shortened or skipped. And, and in my mind, it's the most important, especially mm. as we age, but it should be something that's drilled in at a young age and then obviously continued on over life. But as cool. we age we feel changes to our joints, to our muscles, to our bodies, right? So properly warming our bodies up in some way, shape or form, which we can, we can chat on, um, has so many benefits other than just bringing the heart rate up, right? There's lubrication between our joints that we need to get moving so that maybe the cricks and pops and cracks that usually happen in our knees are happening a little bit less frequently uh, before our workout, Um, activating our muscles properly before we're going to add weight or before we're going to um, run really intensely, things like that. So getting the warmth and the activation in those muscles prior can help prevent injury, um, increase mobility. So all those things um, are so important when it comes to that warm up. Now, depending on 
what you're about to tackle in the next phase of your workout, that may play, uh, that plays a big part in what you might be warming up or what type of warm up you're going to do. Cool. So let's say, for example, maybe you're about to take a run, right? Which is a really common thing we, we mentioned at this time of the year. A lot of our members like to start picking up running again with the yeah. springtime. Um, so if someone's just about to hop outside their door and head out for their first 3K run, the first thing you want to be thinking about is a warm up because you will feel the effects tenfold if we don't warm up properly. So a warm up might look like a nice brisk walk to start. Like I mentioned, raising the heart rate, getting the blood flow to the muscles. It might be a few leg swings, opening up the hips. Um, you know, it could be something reaching the toes, straight lengthening the hamstrings, even a few glute bridges, get the glutes working a bit before you run. Things like that. Do you want to think about the muscles you're about to work and how we can activate them or warm them up prior to that workout? Love it. I feel like you're talking awesome. right at me or to me. <laughs> I got on the treadmill this morning and like just decided to start, you know, trying to jog and I put it, you know, my speed right up and got into it. And I can hear this little voice in my head, like Jerrica would kill you for this. She would be telling you to do so many other things <laughs> before just running, you know, getting right into the jog. So this is really helpful. Um, right. If you, if you think about your run this morning, Kelly, and you think about maybe five minutes in or, or how long did you run for? Sorry, if it's uh, distance wise, three and a half kilometers yeah. time wise, right. maybe 30 minutes. Awesome. Awesome. So let's say it's a three kilometer run and you got about a kilometer in. Did you start feeling better? Did you start finding a rhythm or a pace yeah. after about a kilometer in? Right. Mm. So in my mind, that first kilometer was your warm up because you didn't warm up. Right. Okay. So now it took you probably that long to start feeling a bit more comfortable in your run. If yep. you were to have done a warm up, that first kilometer probably would have felt not so uncomfortable, for example. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it was it's also a, a really nice that, way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a common thing that I see, especially with running, is and everyone's like, oh, I don't feel settled in until X distance or X number mm -hmm. of time. Well, if you went for that run prior or that walk or that you know, just some type of mobility prior to your run, you probably would have felt settled into that a lot sooner and more comfortable. And you would have probably get, got more benefits in terms of maybe running with a more equal stride or utilizing muscles properly versus feeling a little stiff and rigid at the start and then kind of compensating at the first kilometer mark, for example. Very cool. This is helping me reflect in a different way too. Cause I think, uh, and I, I don't know if it's the same for everyone and not just with running, but with weightlifting, like I can think in the moment, this is not fun. This is not enjoyable. I don't know why so many people love this, but the more that you're talking about easing yourself into it and then being able to find the rhythm sooner, it's like, oh, well, I want that. Um, and, and I did, you're right. I got to that certain point around that kilometer mark where I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Even yeah. breathing wise, like if we, we can find a, a rhythm, even starting with a, a brisk walk, like I mentioned, you, you'll find a bit of a steady, more consistent breath that you can maybe try to continue as you pick up the pace a little bit versus just leaving the door and running. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so out of breath right now. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to regulate this and there's so much going on. So trying to just gradually increase everything nice and slow will play a really big part. And I do just want to touch on some weightlifting warm-up things because we are talking about running and, and I know a lot of our members love to strength train. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to strength training, I want to tackle this in two different ways. And the first one being um, the, the early morning workout people that go wake up out of bed and start lifting weights. 
right immediately. And, and like I mentioned, those are the moments you probably feel more stiff than usual because you just rolled out of bed. So nothing's, the joints haven't been moving. We probably haven't gotten as much water as we typically would have if it's an afternoon workout. So um, making sure that warm-ups are even more prioritized for those working out in the morning, not saying it, it, it differs that much, but even more so in the morning, just because we haven't had that movement throughout the day. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to waking up and grabbing the weights, similar to working out, we typically warm up what we're about to work out in some ways. So if we're about to do um, a heavy back squat, you'll probably see some body weight squats, things like that, that are going to open up the hips, get that range of motion. And there'll probably be squats in your squat workout or sorry, yeah. squats in the warm up because you're squatting in the workout. So just, I always like to take a look at my workout plan and be like, okay, what joints and what muscles am I going to be working today? How can I warm those up just to simplify it? Oh, so can I ask you specific questions? You know, if I'm doing an upper body strength workout and I'm really focusing yep. on biceps, triceps, you know, well, people know what upper body is like, um, what does that look like in particular? Cause I, I can envision, you know, why you would want to do a squat without weights before you get into, you know, those deadlifts or something, but what does that look like for those particular muscles? So when it comes to upper body, I always just try to pick um, compound movements that, that work multiple muscles in the upper body, like, um, a yoga push-up, for example, cool. it incorporates that mobility. So, you know, when you do a yoga position, it's like a downward dog, but you're opening up the shoulders, you're getting mobility in the spine, but then you're going into a push-up. So now that's activating the muscles. So I always love that kind of mo mobility aspect right into that push-up contraction aspect. So that kind of works the shoulders, the back, the chest, and gives you that, that kind of stretch feeling that feels good in the morning. Cool. So that kind of leads me to the next phase. And my next question is, um, stretching, uh, as, as the mm -hmm. next phase, like what is the difference and how do I know if I'm in my warm up versus in stretching? Um, you'll see this is, there's actually a lot of discrepancy and there's, I'm not going to say there's no necessarily right or wrong answer here, but, um, you'll see a lot of people incorporating some mobility, um, exercises as part of their warm-up routine and you'll see the stretching the more passive stretching actually in their cool down routine which we'll talk about later um, I don't typically recommend long passive flex flexibility stretches before your before your strength training um, as we sort of want that stretch stretch reflex so we want to be a little bit more contracted when we're doing the heavy squats. We don't want to be super lengthened and pulling on the tendons and pulling on the ligaments. So we don't typically do those long static holds um, until the end of our workout, if that's when we're going to stretch. Mobility-wise, you might see somebody, you know, grabbing a broomstick and bringing it above their head and getting their shoulders moving. That's a more dynamic warm-up. So that's, like I mentioned before, um, working the joints, range of motion, stretching it more in a dynamic aspect, meaning movement. Mm -hmm. So it's not static. It's not stationary. You're seeing a, a, a more of a movement flow happening in the dynamic warmup and that's fine. And, I'm, and you'll see a lot of people who actually don't do that and don't necessarily believe in that portion. And, and I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer in my opinion. Um, personally, I see the benefits. I love feeling um, just a, li a little bit more mobile. So I do incorporate some dynamic movements in my warm-up as well as a actual um, warm-up for the muscles in terms of push-ups for that upper body. Cool. This is, uh, 
This is wonderful. I, it's, it's helping. I, th- I think just as a listener and someone who doesn't coach for, for movement, um, it's helping me discern uh, what activity is doing, serving what purpose. Right. And I don't want to overcomplicate anything either, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to um, people at home just looking to, to get started, that might just mean, like I mentioned, a couple high knees, a couple butt kicks, a few squats and some shoulder circles, that might be enough to just get into your warm up or into your workout. Mm-hmm. But for someone who's looking at lifting a 200 pound personal record back squat today, uh, you might want to work on your ankle range of motion. So mm-hmm. that's going to come in that mobility phase where you might want to um, do ankle range of motion drills for specifically getting lower into that back squat. So there's different, um, depending on what your goals are, there's different ways to tackle it. But I I do want to make sure we keep it simple in terms of just thinking about bringing the heart rate up and activating the muscles that should be activated for that workout. Perfect. Okay. So then third phase being conditioning. Awesome. So after our warm up, after our workout, we go into conditioning or it could be part of the workout. Um, whether we're doing, I would typically recommend strength training first. That is um, typical on most people's goals with um, strength gains being their focus. So whatever you want to focus on, whether that's um, conditioning or whether that's strength, I always recommend putting them first so that your energy can be kind of put towards that. Nine times out of 10, I am putting someone's strength stuff in the first portion of their workout and their conditioning um, towards the end of the workout. Is there, again, right or wrong? Not necessarily, depends on your goals, depends on your coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so conditioning will be some form of, um, and this is individual to most people, depends on what your goals are. You might see an area that gets your heart rate up. You might see an area that tackles um, specific, like for you, Kelly, you love to play volleyball. So there might be movements that have more jumping movements some lateral movements some mm-hmm. things like that, that's going to get your heart rate up, but challenge you in a different way. Mm-hmm. Super cool. This can also be incorporated into um, conditioning can be like your endurance as well. So for those athletes looking to, or those individuals looking to work on cardiovascular, this can be a place where you might want to do your 20 minutes on if if running is important to you, then you might want to do that then. Um, Again, there's no necessarily right or wrong place to put it, but it just depends on your goals in that portion. Cool. So, um, I'm hearing to consult someone, uh, depending on what it is you're actually <laughs> trying to achieve instead of trying to do a mishmash of your own, <laughs> your own trial and error. <laughs> yes. I saw this funny meme the other day. It was a coach and they were like getting out of bed and it's like, okay, here's to 500. It depends coming forward today. Like they're just preparing themselves as a coach to say, it depends like 500 times, because <laughs> unfortunately that's our answer nine times out of 10. But Yes, I do recommend depending on your goals, um, your workout program can look very different from the person beside you. Now, Mm -hmm. if you are just looking to get moving, to get active, to create some muscle, um, to to burn some fat, fat, burn calories, then that might not be as necessarily specific and individualized Mm because we just want to, at the end of the day, build that muscle and, and keep you moving. Now, if you're someone who's specific, like we mentioned, volleyball, running, um, lifting 200 pounds, then that's where you're going to want those, those really um, important one-on-one consults. Cool. Love it. So, okay. Bringing us to our cool down. Awesome. So this is again, another uh, underrated portion of our, of our workouts. And 
you know, if you are someone who finished on conditioning because you love that sweat at the end and you love feeling like, oh, I just accomplished something so awesome. And then you just finish your workout, walk upstairs and start doing something. Your heart rate's so high. And that can, that can be really dangerous in terms of if you're not someone who's used to having that high heart rate mm-hmm. and now you forgot to lower it, you know, and you're breathing really heavy and you're, and you're hungry. And you, so you want to make sure that at the end of your workout, you cool down. For some people, that is a passive stretch. You know, your muscles are worn. This is a great time to do those long stretches if that's something that meets your goals. Mm -hmm. If increasing flexibility is something that you want or is a priority, or maybe your physio has talked to you about it, then this is a great time because you're warm. Um, A cool down can be maybe just a walk, right? Bringing your heart rate down gradually. It can be a little bit of yoga. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it ranges person to person, but it is very important to kind of let the muscles chill a little bit, bring the heart rate down and kind of just reflect a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, That's kind of my recommendation. I think it's so important. And even as a coach, this is probably the one that I hate to say this, that I skip the most. (laughs) Okay. I'll be honest. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) Um, And in the last, I'd say few months, it's something that I've tried to prioritize it. And it feels so, I love to stretch. I'm a, a dancer in my young life. So bringing that stretching back, it sure feels good. And Mm -hmm. that keep maintaining that mobility is, is something that I find important. So that's why I'm going to prioritize it. Lovely. Yeah. Um, thank you. Uh, this was hugely educational. I specifically for the cool down, I don't know where I thought this, but I thought the cool down was the shower. I thought that was your time to just like let things wash over you, <laughs> let your body relax. And it, and it's silly, you know, now that I'm, I mean, I'm listening to the benefits of what a real cool down does for you. Um, and you even said in, in the words, you know, you forgot to lower your heart rate. And I was thinking, I didn't know to lower my heart rate at a certain point in life. Um, I just thought, you know, the workout's done. I clicked complete and now I'm moving on with my day. Uh, there wasn't really, in my background, there wasn't an education right. of, why it mattered so much. And I thought the shower was the self-care part. Um, so it's, it's really cool to hear you talk about um, the different ways. Like you said, it depends. Um, hopefully, yeah. hopefully listeners got a lot out of this. I'm sure they, I'm sure they did. Absolutely. And if, if anyone has any other questions, make sure you have, reach out to one of us because, or even coach Alex, we would love to kind of branch off this more. This can go, like I mentioned, in so many different directions, depending on what you want to focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, but just having that broad kind of outlook to know there's usually the phases of a warm up, of either a strength training component or a conditioning component or whatever technique stuff you're working on. And then some type of cool down component. That's, that's kind of the phases of a, of a good um, important program, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay. Um, so I'm going to leave listeners with a kitchen tip today before we awesome. sign off. Um, and this is just, you know, this was trial and error and me learning uh, and, and my partner learning in the kitchen is we would often make a big meal, you know, specifically with chicken and we would cook the chicken specific to that meal in particular. And then we found that we were wasting a lot of it. So we've gotten into this really great habit where we will take the chicken that we need for that meal in particular, and then take the rest of the pack and cook it plain put it in the fridge to repurpose it. And, and in that way, it becomes completely flexible to whatever meal you want to take um, or offer to others in your family for the rest of the week, instead of feeling like you're eating the same meal over and over again for four same days flavors. where you don't yeah. want, you know, you don't want it that often. So it's just, just something that people might want to think about and incorporate. And that can go for any of your proteins um, or any of your vegetables, right? 
is just Absolutely. add what you need to the sauce that you're that you're using that night and save the rest to re to repurpose. I love that. That makes me think of when I do a big um, kind of protein haul and I get a big pack of chicken, I'll do like three breasts in a Ziploc, a freezer Ziploc baggie and pour, you know, like a lemon flavoring season. And then yeah. I'll do three breasts with like a barbecue. So I'll do, a, I'll divide them all and make different flavors so that when I do pull it out, um, it's, it's a little bit more variety, but I love that Kelly. Thanks for yeah. sharing. Yeah. You as well. And thanks for today. Awesome. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, again, if you have any questions or comments on the podcast today, feel free to reach out to one of us and be sure to like, comment, share all those awesome things and get back to us. Thanks again.